0: Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest tonight's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20 plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Starry, that's S T A R Y music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download at iTunes, CD Baby, and most of the places you get your music online. This podcast drops Every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places, podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If got next to buck or two? You wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Stary Music Podcast. Also, me helping get the word on the street via social media, five star rating, interview, and or tell a friend or two. Happy thought of the day is by George Strait. Country music. Is- is important to me and I love it, but it's not my whole life. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, Episode 310. Please support this week's sponsors: ID Chrysler Zombroda, and the Bdale Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Thought I could put my rear brakes in my vehicle, rusted bolts halfway through are not my friend. Tow trucks now coming. Last week's geeks wrap up. Pub 42 in New Holt, Minnesota. Thanks, Riley, for the movie Gate Barrier for the stage. Thursday, played at Washington Square in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Beautiful day out in the patio. Friday, played Carmines in Woodbury, Minnesota. Betty Davis Eyes was requested. That's not a bad idea. Saturday, played at a wedding with Sarge in Amory, Wisconsin. total blast. Duo show, solo, DJing, the whole shebang. Sunday, played again at Washington Square. And thanks to Greg and Lisa for coming to the show twice in one show.
1: Upcoming shows.
0: Wednesday, September 29th, 2021, thousand twenty will be playing at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, September 30th, I'll be playing at b Club in Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Friday, October 1st, I'll be playing at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota from 5 to 8 p.m. Saturday, October 2nd, I'll be playing at Rosetown Legion in Roseville, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Sunday, October 3rd, I'll be playing at the Thirsty Buffalo in Scandia, Minnesota from 2 to 4 p.m.
1: Guest, this-
0: one of three with Nashville singer-songwriter Clay Cumbie. We talk Clay's beginnings in Nashville to becoming a staff songwriter and more. Enjoy the conversation.
1: Here's to the journey. every place I've never been. Here's to the journey. never knowing where it might I'm going to make my Mr. Clay
0: Cumbie, welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Good to see you again, Clay.
2: Good to see you too, man. Thanks for having me on, Mark. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, heck yeah. Clay and I, Clay was a, are you still a songwriter?
2: <laughs> Not a paid professional, uh, doing it full time songwriter. Once upon a time, I was uh, actually getting paid to make shit up. But these days, I am actually uh, doing something different for a living. So, but yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. And so I met Clay the very first night I was ever in Nashville, standing in line to go into the Bluebird.
2: God, when was that? That was probably 2003. Early... I was gonna say 2003 or 2004. That was right when I had moved to town. Um, Sterling and I, Sterling. uh yep. so... who you know as well. Um, I think Sterling was there with me that yes, night. of
0: course, yeah.
2: And uh, Chris, and I can't remember the other guys that were there that night, but... Um,
0: yeah, Chris Monette, then Ryan Erickson was the other yeah. guy.
2: Yep, Ryan, and uh, yeah, man. I mean, at that point, literally, I was just wide open and just had no clue of what to do or where to go, and so obviously we were just like, let's go to the Bluebird, and that's where we met. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, and it's so weird. We kind of bounced in, each, in and out of each other's lives ever since. I mean, that's crazy. So, I mean, I still have yeah, your phone number, <laughs> give you a text, hey, Clay, you want to be on the show, and it's totally cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think we've kept in touch. You know, every every once in a while, we'll, we'll say hello or shoot a text, or you guys might be down this way or whatever, so yeah. we've managed. In touch, what oh, that's like 18 years. That's crazy. <laughs> that is that, crazy.
0: That is crazy, man. Uh, so where are you living nowadays?
2: So now I'm, I'm in Nashville. I actually moved back to Nashville. Um, so I lived here from 03 to 09, and during that stretch, I was pursuing music full time, I was eating it breathing it sleeping it just everything was all about music and um left um nashville in 2009 decided i was going to go back to school and um um ended up moving back to missouri and then moved down to alabama for a little bit and then the job that i have now kind of moved me back gave me the opportunity to kind of move back to nashville and so i i took it i mean i love obviously nashville is um such a great city and known for music in a lot of ways but um i just love the city outside of itself you know regardless if i'm doing music for a living or not it's a great city to kind of live in and be be in a lot of stuff going on and obviously it's uh grown uh just dramatically over the last you know since i left in 2009 nashville is pretty pretty hot right now so
0: yeah it is uh what's some of the major differences you've seen since we first met in 2003 to now it seemed like it was kind of the wild wild west back then right when we were down there it was music what's that
2: or as far as music goes or like just the city in general just or what the city
0: in general definitely wasn't as big of a deal <laughs> i mean i
2: know back then in 03 man nashville was it was a big town but it had a small town feel still, and, you know, Nashville is not like L.A. or New York or even Chicago for that matter, but I will say it's grown dramatically. I mean, the skyline downtown has just blossomed, and so many people and companies have moved here, and, you know, the growth overall with the city and the surrounding suburbs have just, you know, skyrocketed, so.
0: Yeah, I haven't been there in, I can't think how many years. It's got to be close to 10, 8 to 10 years I've been there.
2: Oh, man, yeah changed. You wouldn't even, you would be floored if you came downtown and just, just drove around the city. I mean, back in 03, you could literally drive from one town side of town to another in like 20 minutes in whatever direction you wanted to go. Now that's not the case. And there's just so many people that have moved here. And, uh, I mean, I see the, for the people that have been here for a long, long time, I get the whole, you know, Homer vibe of not wanting to let new people in kind of thing. But, um, it's pretty exciting to be here. There's a lot of cool stuff with the arts, with music, with food. Um, it's become kind of a foodie town in a lot of ways. A lot of restaurants have opened up and everything. So it's it's been fun to to see take off. So, but I do miss elements of the old, you know, two thousand three days. So
0: yes. Um, so how about talk about your music journey? Because we always kind of kept in touch and like you. I remember you moved down to Nashville, and I kind of bounced back and forth for like I was writing for this. Smaller publishing company Arista media just bouncing back and forth, writing songs, whatever, and you were, did the full songwriter thing, and I was kind of performing still in the city I'm still actually doing it. it's been like yeah. 20 years I've been making a living playing music. And that's all awesome. like five shows this week, six shows last week. It just it's been busier than heck. so can you tell us about your, your journey in the music business? My vehicle is getting some much needed TLC this week. got to keep things tip top. From a black jeep Cherokee, I from ID Chrysler. With fifty thousand miles, my old car, just too much for that poor thing to take. I found myself looking for my new dream ride, at ID Chrysler, and the staff been more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple time saving, hassle free, fair price. Check out the inventory at ZumbrodaCDJR.com or take the beautiful drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zumbroda, Minnesota to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m., and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler's Zombroda today. Enjoy a safe fall season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride.
2: Yeah I mean I won't bore you to death or make it too long-winded but um, you know I grew up when I was I grew up in Missouri and got into music probably around the time I was 13 or 14 and did garage bands with a couple buddies and then when I was like a junior or senior in high school I Made a couple trips and did my own CD um, that I wrote wrote 10 songs on.
0: I have a copy of that, I think. Is that the I Want to Be a Songwriter? Music Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah. That
2: song? (laughs) (laughs) There's old school tunes on there. But, um, I mean, some of those songs I wrote over 20 years ago now at this point, it's crazy to think about. But... um, but yeah, I did really well with that, and I loved it. And you know, I sold probably like two thousand copies of it out of the back of my trunk over the year and a half or two years I was in high school. And then, you know, once I graduated, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, you know, I um, thought about maybe going to Belmont or MTSU and 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 you know enrolling to study the music business or music you know, composition or theory or something like that. But ultimately I um, ended up going to school for going to a community college for like two semesters. And I did well the first semester, the second semester, I was probably writing too many lyrics on my notepad during class. And so I ended up kind of going home and telling my folks like, Hey, when my grades come out this semester, it's going to be pretty bad. You're going to be pretty (laughs) (laughs) good. Going to school. I wasn't doing the things I was supposed to do at the time. And you know, you live and you learn, and you grow up, and all that good stuff. But, um, but I told my parents I wanted to move to Nashville. I said I really want to pursue this this songwriting, singer-songwriter, artist thing. And, um, you know, and uh, I ended up moving down here uh, in 2003 um, with a buddy of mine named Sterling Sublet. And Sterling, at the time, was pursuing um, music as well. And you know, in the uh, when we got down here, we just hit the ground running. Literally, we probably met you guys pretty soon. Uh, after we had arrived here i mean i don't i don't know how long i can't remember exactly when we met but you know back in the day um when i first moved to town people were going to the bluebird people were going to broken spoke cafe which is no longer there um there's a the hall of fame lounge that existed back in the day that i think was in the best western over there oh, yeah. by the and <laughs> i mean there's so many places there's a boardwalk cafe none of these places exist now and uh there are of course new places that have taken their places, but um um except for the bluebird obviously. But um but yeah, and we were just playing all these rounds and doing what a lot of people do, just network, you know, um trying to meet established writers, trying to meet new people, just just kind of getting out and networking and um you know, while all at the same time, you know, I was doing what everybody else does. I was working at Jersey Mike's. I was working at Applebee's. I was doing the day job, you know, and trying to balance everything. And then, uh, I had, I had a couple of things happen, um, with like an independent publisher, but nothing really came to fruition there, but it was a good learning experience for me. Um, just learning from other people and, and really kind of learning how the co-writing thing works and just how the Nashville system kind of works, you know, and, and then, around the time um 2006 kind of rolled around so it took you know a couple three years or so and i had uh aff- i was affiliated with and still am with bmi as a writer and they're my performing rights organization and uh at the time uh perry howard who was over there um was kind of my guy and um helped me get into a showcase for bmi at the sutler and um I ended up playing that showcase and he, you know, liked what he heard a little bit and wanted to have another meeting with me. And he started kind of pushing my, uh, another independent CD that I made, um, with nothing but a smile on it. And, um, that was the song that I was pushing a lot. And, um, he ended up kind of championing, uh, my music and kind of pushed me out to a couple of publishers and got me a meeting. I think he got me a meeting with Sony tree and, Um, But ultimately, he got me a meeting with Big Loud Shirt, which is owned by Craig Wiseman, who's a Grammy Award winner, wrote Live Like You Were Dying. I don't even know how many songs he's written at this point. He's probably up to 28 or 30 number ones, but legendary uh songwriter and uh really just sharp guy when it comes to the music business. And uh Craig uh signed me up and you know, Craig, it was funny too, because Craig was like a guy that I always looked up to. Uh before I'd moved down to Nashville, it was like, you know. I was always the kid that paid attention to the C D jackets and knew who the musicians were, knew who all the writers were and so at that time Craig was super hot. jeffrey Steele was another hot writer. Rivers Rutherford was another hot writer. I mean, um some in you know, there's so many people, but um Craig was one of the guys that um I loved his songs, loved what he did. So I ended up kind of like, you know, keeping in touch with them. I interviewed, if you will, um with them a couple of times over a span of maybe like three to four or five months and ultimately ended up signing a deal with Craig and big loud shirt at the time it was big loud shirt now it's just known as big loud um and I wrote for Craig as a staff writer from 2006 to 2009 and I was doing the whole you know um writer thing I was trying to write to get outside cuts but then I was also trying to pursue the artist thing as well so I was playing college gigs i was opening up for Corey smith i got to open up for zach brown i got to open up for luke bryan i got to open up i was playing shows at the time with brett eldridge because brett and i were writing i want to be And, you know, um, so that was fun. Same thing with Kane and Smith who, you know, both those guys are now artists in their own right. And, but at the time we were just kind of all coming up together and writing, um, together. And those guys have obviously gone on, had some great success and, you know, they're great guys too. But, um, but yeah, had a, had a cool run, had some cuts, nothing really popped. And by the time I was getting to like my late twenties, almost kind of approaching 30, you know, for me, I love music and still have a passion for it to this day. You know, it's always going to be in my blood. It's always going to be something that I love doing. But I was kind of getting tired of, of struggling and, uh, you know, from a financial standpoint. So and I was just kind of raised like, you know, I, you know, I was pretty prideful in the sense that I never really had reached out to my mom and dad or no one. You know, it was I was pretty much paying my own way. And I just kind of had that integrity piece I guess there where I wanted to do a little bit better for myself and I didn't want to have to ask others for help and you know it all kind of pointed for me to like hey I need to go back and get my education so I went back to Mizzou and finished my degree at Mizzou and then now I'm in the heavy duty trucks parts business heavy duty truck parts business as a sale a director of sales for a company that manufactures emergency lighting and safety products and you know completely out of the music game but I still am tuned in to, to what's going on and I still write, I've, you know, um <laughs> uh, co-write here and there with some people if I get a chance to, but I'm not pursuing it, you know, uh, cause it does. I mean, it takes all of your being. If you want to, if you want to be in the game down here and you want to, to pursue it and to actually do it for a living, it, it takes all of your energy and all of your focus. And if I'm honest with myself, it's like, yeah, I'd love to get a cut and I'd love to to be back in it but at the same time i know i'm not giving it 110 percent like so many other people are out here
0: i want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the roseville st paul minnesota area the bdale club located on the corner of counter road b and dale's motto is a place for family a place for friends a place for fun and that is the truth so pumped to do another top five episode this week at Bdale, stay tuned. Rob, Emily, Natalie, Shelley, the entire bar staff are all state of the cocktail wizards. As of late, my libation of choice is the classic Greyhound cocktail. And there to quote 16-time world champion Ric Flair, "Tasty little devils." Live music, pool table, pull tabs, bingo, basketball tournaments, and much, much more. dale has got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon.
2: You know, it, it's it's definitely something that if you want to uh, pursue it for as a living and make a living as a songwriter. Um, You got to be all in it, you know. And um, and right now, I'm just not in that space, you know.
0: Yeah. And speaking like on a financial living part, I've had some song Nashville songwriters on this podcast before, and they've said, "I said, can you make a living doing that? Like being a staff songwriter for somebody or whatever?" And they said, "No, it did not pay good."
2: the, The. Yeah, and see, that's the whole thing, too, is just so much has changed and evolved in the music industry since I was doing it to where it is now. I mean, you know, when I was coming up, guys could get uh, a staff deal and you know, make a living to where they wouldn't have to work a side job. And of course back when I was here, you know, we didn't have Uber. I couldn't just drive for Uber and pick up an extra couple hundred bucks here and there. You know, I mean I had to get a full time job I was working. I was making sandwiches. I was working in a warehouse. I was waiting tables. I was busing tables. You know, couldn't just like get in my car and just go pick some people up and make money back then like that. Which is awesome nowadays that people can do that. I wish I could have done that. But um but yeah, it's tough. Like nowadays, you know, it's so um The circle is much smaller, you know back then, um all the publishing companies had so many writers that that, that were signed to their their companies were now you know there were probably thousands and thousands of writers that were getting to make a living by writing music where now that circle is probably a couple hundred, you know, yeah, They're actually doing it and have a legit shot at earning decent money and and or just being able to provide for themselves, you know, for through music. So, um,
0: so what? So for the folks that listen to this podcast, it's kind of geared towards a lot of full musicians and people that are interested like behind the curtain uh, yeah. stuff, you know. And it's also a personal journal for me. It's just good to catch up with people and yeah. whatever. So, but what like for folks that are interested in being like a Nashville songwriter, uh, I don't do it anymore either. I probably quit doing it probably the same time you did. You know, I I quit pursuing it as well because I was the the whole. Uh, just it seemed like it was just a constant hustle, you know. Every, you're everyone in your bar. You're trying to network and trying to just work everybody. It just wasn't quite my thing.
2: There's a lot of things that have to line up. I mean, it's very political. It's it's about who you run with and your team and your squad and all that. Your camp, if you will. Um, but you also have to have talent. You got to have and you got to have luck. There's there's so many different elements that fall into it, you know, and it all kind of has to to come together but it can be done i mean there are still people that are moving to town every single day that are new writers that are breaking into that tiny circle that are proving that it can be done so um it's tough by it's not an easy task by any means but uh it can be done but i mean you know one of the the biggest pieces of advice that i got when i was like 15 years old and i think i was in a meeting with at the time mark mason was at bmi and uh uh, Kathy Crow, who was Cheryl Crow's sister, she was in on the meeting as well, and uh, they both told me, like, you know, I was at I was in high school. I was I wasn't even close to like anywhere, you know, to where I was close to moving to Nashville. But they basically told me, you know, at that time, they were like, hey, you got some potential here. You have some good melodies, you know. I didn't have maybe best the best structure. I was far from being, you know, at a professional level. But they were positive. But they said, you know, one of the things I'll remember Mark saying. Uh, was you know if you want to to win in Nashville, it's it's like a game of bingo. You must be present to win, and you know. And there are definitely stories where you see that guys take trips. They might live in Texas or Oklahoma or California or wherever or other parts of the country, and they make trips here and they write and all that stuff. And there are people that do that, and there are people that have success with that model too. But there's nothing like being here day in day out, networking, writing, producing, just developing your craft you know and that that's really what it takes you know and i can say that from the brief time that i did it for a living i mean you're fully entrenched your headspace is always thinking about a hook it's always thinking about a melody it's always thinking about what can i do here that's different so can be intense too i'll I'll say because you know a lot of people on the outside don't think about um songs being created i mean people literally you know go into rooms every day or now they're doing it through Zoom or whatever you know and you're looking at a blank canvas and you're making stuff up i mean out of thin air and it's it's pretty crazy to think about if you break it down to that basic concept but a lot of people you know we take for granted the music and the things that we love like that music um, we just it's just always around it's just always there but somebody had to create that you know and i think that's a pretty cool concept to think about but there's a lot of stuff that goes into it
1: Every place that I've never been, here's to the journey. Yeah, I'm never knowing where it might end. I'm gonna make.
0: For tuning into this week's edition of the Mark Starry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Zombrona, and the Vidal Club. This is also a listener supported podcast. So if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Staring Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes. And load up on some new songs Also if you get a chance Please go check out some live music Swear it, it can be a great and worthwhile experience Life for short, go have some fun Till next time
1: Got my doubt, you got yours too But something tells me we'll push through Gotta let things grow Got to take it slow Cause in our minds we're born to run And battled hearts can't overcome If we trust this rush That is moving us Cause I feel takes us by storm it all consumes and wrecks the norm it's a welcome mess and a restlessness all our hopes and all our dreams come together naturally if we don't think twice comes as no surprise that I